Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. Oh, yeah. Zaza Zooming here. Whatever that means. It's Sean Morash in for Nick Costos here with Ken Barkley. You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM. Hey, Nick, heck of a timed wedding, pal. We only have NBA draft news breaking, breaking left and right here. As he preps, what's he getting? His freaking tux fitting today? I mean, what, what are we doing here? A little shoe shine? A little haircuts? How many how many days did you get off before your wedding? The day before, maybe? I got married yeah, on a Friday. Too. I think I took off Thursday. I got, I got married. Yeah, I got the day before off, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but it's a really stressful time. This is, it's, right. it's, this, I'm sure this happens to you, too, because, like, you, you're in a, a phase of your life where you've, like, had a lot of things happen to you. And so you've had, like, you have a lot of responsibilities, like you're yeah. like you've made it through all of the like a lot of these life barriers that other people haven't gone through. Sure. And when when people go through them, so like like Nick, like Nick and I are the same age basically, but you know like in terms of like how we've spent the last ten years, it's like well slightly differently. Like I got married and yeah. had two kids, and now they're like pretty grown up. And uh, and he's just <laughs> starting that. So when it's like oh this is like so stressful, I want to be like man, you got no idea, <laughs> you got yeah. no clue. That's the you got easy, no clue what's coming part. down the road. You got no yeah. clue. Yeah. yeah, you're about to have a really expensive party where you get drunk. Enjoy yeah, that rats. because then your next yeah. right, your next six years ain't gonna be as glamorous as you think, pal. You you know, you're gonna be sitting here, uh Mike Mike Brown's gonna be getting rid of bags under your eyes. It's gonna be yeah. a terrible, terrible scene. You're gonna be so, like, I haven't slept fun, in three man. days. Like our our what newborn just won't go to sleep. Be like, Yeah, man, that I, was me in like twenty eighteen. <laughs> and I, and Bowie, I get being off ago. your honeymoon. Nick works his ass off football season, all of that. Take off your oh, take off yeah. as much time as you want. What the heck is he doing three and four days before his wedding? <laughs> what are you doing? You know he ain't getting a haircut till tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe there's a rehearsal yeah. dinner tonight or Tomorrow's something the like grooming that. Day, I think Friday is usually the grooming day. It's usually the day okay. of the day of beauty. All yeah. right. What did he do yesterday? Maybe, maybe he's watching uh, Nick- watching the NBA draft, watching draft yeah. specials, getting some info. Costos you know? have been doing yesterday, Tuesday. Yeah. Honestly, what are you doing? <laughs> I'd be dying to work. You're asking me like I, I know the answer to these questions. Candelabras. Yeah, right? you're asking I, me I like know. I have any idea. Yeah. So. If my wife asked me to take off two or three days before my wedding, I'd be like, for what? What, what do you need me to do? We're done here. Yeah. That's it. Pick up your dress. Let's get going. Let me know the day you before. Know? I'll be there. Right? That's yeah. a little Chris Rock. Bless your heart, quote. Nick. Yeah. Enjoy. But Nick's yeah. enjoyed it. Congrats to him. All right. So, Ken, yeah. NBA draft stuff popping left and right. So, first. The betting markets are going to be going crazy with the number two overall pick. Why don't you just you why don't you tell me what you just said during break here? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the just the the really quick timeline is Woj went on TV a couple days ago, said basically it's Brandon Miller at two to Charlotte. Betting market moved hard based on that report. Not that people knew. People heard that report and bet it. There's a difference. There's a difference between like a report guiding betting and like information that where you're like, I don't know why this number is moving. Why is this number moving? That's not this. Like Woj very publicly, it's Brandon Miller. That moves the market. That's what happened. Then Shams very publicly on Twitter this morning. Actually, it kind of might be Scoot Henderson. He's gaining momentum. So you have like two prominent insiders who both will drive a lot of action in the betting market on an event like this, tweeting the opposite sides of a market. And so the market is moving based on the reports. It is worth noting, Woj just went on TV on ESPN and said it was Brandon Miller again. <laughs> so, like said, he's hearing it's Brandon Miller. Not that like it's done. No one's saying done. Everyone's just like, because you have to give yourself an out for when you're wrong. Sure. They're just saying like, well, leaning heavily toward, you know, or like some, again, just like butchery of English. It's like, how do I like kind of sound like sure without 
without being able to say like it's definitely happening. So you have the two really prominent NBA insiders who have really good sources. It's worth noting Shams is apparently really plugged in with Scoot Henderson's agent. They're really tight. And so that might be where a lot of his information is coming from. Typically, my experience, just based on like the little I know, and you could see it in the tone of everything, Shams always seems to be more connected to agents, and Woj tends to be more connected to team officials. And so you always Correct. hear things like more from the team standpoint as opposed to the, the agent standpoint, but both are helpful to gain clarity on what's happening. So Woj says that. And again, the market, there's just a push and pull. So Scoot Henderson's still a pretty big favorite everywhere. Um, he's a, a little bit less than minus 300 in most places to be the second overall pick. Yes, that is a heavy price to pay. Also, that's not indicative that this is close to done. This strikes me much more like the second overall pick in the NFL draft at this time on draft day, like this year, when, God, who was even the favorite at that point? Like, Will uh, Will Anderson, I think, was a pretty Will big Anderson. favorite to go say, like, minus yeah. 200, maybe, or something. Yes. And then, and, and Tyree, it was kind of calm. Uh, yeah. Tyree Wilson, too, right? Wasn't that the other big one at number two? Remember, well, he, there was a he was, he was like, the second pick. choice, right, or something, and it was right. kind of, like, organized yeah. that way. And then the third pick, like, Stroud was a favorite to go third, but it was could have been other guys, and then that was when Tennessee was trying to trade in. So... Again, like we still might have all our work ahead of us in trying to figure out what's actually going to happen tonight. But just worth noting, like there, I mean, look, there are two really big NBA insiders that have 10 million followers on Twitter. And when people tweet stuff, everybody thinks that like that's what it is. And one is telling you Scoot Henderson has a lot of momentum, and the other one's telling you Brandon Miller has a lot of momentum, and it's for the same pick. Uh, so that's where we are right now. And this Scoot Henderson thing reminds me a lot of when Tatum fell in that NBA draft. Just a couple oh, slots okay. there. The Fultz trade. That, that's. Yeah. yeah, exactly. This is what – well, so I, the reason I say that with the trade thing, you brought up where you think based on – and by the way, you don't just think this. Everybody kind of thinks this. Shams plugged in with agents. Woj plugged in with teams. Right. For them to be head up on a scenario like this, Woj being plugged into teams makes me think trade? I mean, is that – like why – like, is, are the Hornets looking to trade out? We've had all this discussion about the Blazers. Do we think it's actually the Hornets who moved the second overall pick, and that's what's fluctuating this right now? That they really do want Brandon Miller, but they're hoping somebody trades up for Scoot Henderson in that spot? And that's, maybe uh, Scoot Henderson's agents knows there could be movement up to number two, and that's where he would go? It's just, to, for right now, for me, that just seems like kind of like fun speculation, right? It's possible. Um, yeah. I, I've heard Oh, this I've heard is obviously speculation. I'm just I'm thinking right. out yeah. loud. Yeah. <laughs> right. This I like, yeah, I got nothing on this. I have no idea. But that's my follow-up question every time I got something today that like, oh no, it's actually this, is I go, the follow-up is, okay, cool, like, and that team is picking. So yeah, because somebody's like, oh, like, you know, in the NFL draft, it was like, oh, uh, like, you know, Stroud three. Yeah, okay, like to Arizona. <laughs> like and, and right. it would always be like, Well, I don't know. And it'd be like, Well, what? Then like, what are you talking about? Right. Or like, what's going on? And nobody, I mean, Daniel Jeremiah and his final mock kind of put, you know, had the had the pieces arranged the right way. But I think the idea was it could have gone in a lot of different directions. And I think that's probably what this is like. I think people want certainty because it's like, oh, well, it's draft day. How do people not know? Like how the teams have right. to know. How does everybody not know? Everybody wants certainty. And what we saw in the NFL draft was there was no clarity and no certainty until right before the draft. Like that's when it was like, oh, and it was just based on like the absolute severity of the market movement. Like it's, you know, Stroud was minus 200 and then he was minus 5,000 in two minutes. And it's like, oh, okay. Like finally the curtain has been pulled back and we know cause that much money hit the market. And it's like, okay, cool. There was no resistance on anybody else here. There is resistance because you have one insider saying one thing and one saying another. So you're going to have resistance. Like even if you like thought it was scoot and you wanted to bet it, somebody out there is like, well, whoa, just saying Brandon Miller. And they're going to bet that back against you. 
and right. you're kind of like the insiders are playing their reporter like the reports against each other and you're the better trying to figure out what the hell you're supposed to do which is probably nothing unless you're going to like trade the prices on these two guys i don't think anybody actually knows exactly what's going to happen yet i want to continue this conversation but i do just want to mention because i did tease the trade oh Chris yeah let's Ball do, we do the trade here too yeah well, but I want to tie into something Bill said earlier instead of like kind of jumping around here, but I just want to address Chris Paul was traded to the Golden State Warriors. We are going to break down that, I think, more in depth than just having the next five-minute package to squeeze that all in. But, so we will get to that. Bill brought up earlier in our chat here uh, as we do the show, Ken, the idea of like trusting the sources now that so many – of our betting websites and sports books and everything that goes into it are huge sponsors for some of these networks they work with and, and swaying the public back forth. Like I obviously bet MGM is a huge sponsor here. We're speaking purely on speculation. We have no insider knowledge on all of this stuff, but do you think that there's any of that? Like there's any of that where, you know, sports books having an influence and insiders being heavily paid by the networks, you know, we almost, they may not even know they're being shoveled loads of you-know-what. Yeah, it's worth noting that even though uh, Woj re-signed with ESPN, he was, like, heavily courted by sportsbooks. Uh, that was one yeah. of the reasons that's what drove up his price and Adam Schefter's price so much when they signed their contracts. That was publicly reported. That's not, like, me speculating uh, that, like, a lot of sportsbooks were really interested in paying those guys. And so, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting, you know, I don't know if it's, like, a moral argument or whatever, but I guess it's just it's important to at least like know that, that that's part of this and it's interesting. And I, you know, I don't know what you do with it though. So the idea is like, okay, Shams is essentially like his salary is paid by a sports book. Like that's what, that's what it is. Like that's what's going yes. on. Like that's what it is. And he definitely knows that when he tweets out something like that, that it's going to drive action, whether that's correct or not, whether Scoot goes second, whether Brandon Miller goes second, there will there. And the goal of any betting content, and this is true of this network and everywhere else like the goal of betting content to the advertiser not the talent to the advertiser the goal of betting content is to get people to want to make bets okay take somebody yes. on the sidelines and get them to make bets whatever that is winning bets losing bets just action get them to bet get them to bet people who are not betting like do i care if you do that no but the point of somebody who buys advertising is that they want you to do that. And so like you have an right. NBA insider who's tweeting out stuff that is at 100% going to drive a ton of people to make bets, maybe at that sports book. So like, that's true that that's happening. I guess my only thing is like, cause now people are like, well, like now, like the draft is like ruined and it's in a dark place. And like, I can't believe that this is what happens at like sports, <laughs> but it's like, all right, well, I mean, give me a break. Like what? Kind of like what do you what are you talking about? Like, do you do you think that if he wasn't sponsored by a sports book, he wouldn't try to get a lot of clout by tweeting out stuff? That's his whole job. <laughs> like right. whoever's was paying, doing it before that's his job. Before yeah. betting the draft was like cool. Yeah. Right. Right. Like Wo Woj still gets paid by ESPN and he's doing it. So like what right. so to a certain extent, it's like, what do you like what are you worried about? I guess is my question. Now, does it open the possibility that like the sports book and the insider can have an arrangement that like lends itself to the sports books benefit in some way. Sure. Like those relationships could create that, right? Hey, like, can yeah. you tweet this because we want people to bet this? Like we're super heavy Brandon Miller. Can you tweet that right. scoots in play and we get people to bet scoot? Like, can you do that? But, sure. But yeah. like, that's also the insider. If that ever comes out, the insider is done. The insider is done at that moment. Yeah. And that's a big well, risk. And not guys. only that, yeah. Not only that, 
he can't keep doing it. Like, there's only so many times that bullet you can, can do be it once, fired. basically. You basically right? do it once because yeah. because at some point, then if you're no longer credible because you're constantly right. wrong, forget it coming out. Forget it coming out that you're even involved. You become the laughing stock of Woe just saying this. You can't trust him because he's always wrong. You know what I mean? Right. He, he, I think people feel like that kind of now. reputation of never being wrong. Right. Yeah. And right now, by the way, we are staring at a precipice of either him or Shams are going to be wrong. Right. And they're framing it so they could be like, well, no, I wasn't. I just said he was like in play. Like that's, right. of course, that's like the whole right. point. Cause like, yeah, to save face, like it's the, there's too much at stake for these guys right. to be wrong. It's just not like there's too much at stake. So they're going to frame it in a way where they're not wrong. But like, le but let's be pretty clear. Like one is really, really hinting at one and one is really, really hinting at the other. And right. yeah, it's, and it is, it is, it's, it, I guess my thing is, yes. It is driving people to bet. And yes, one of the insiders is sponsored by a sports book. And then honestly, after that, I'm kind of like in this exact instance. So what? You know, like I just it's like, like, what's the slippery slope to like now everything's ruined? Like, what's that? I don't know what that is. Like, what's that one? Also, like, you don't think other insiders are trying to break stories, too, that aren't sponsored? Like, everyone's trying to break stuff right now, including people that Brett Brandon Miller are trying to break stuff, too. But like, I it just it's you know, it's. I don't, I don't know what, like, why am I supposed to be upset about this? I guess is my question. Yeah. And by the way, for the everything's ruined crowd, I know we're here to do a, a sports betting show and have fun with this and all of this. What is ruined your entertainment and just need to go bent on uh, bet on people's livelihoods where they end up having to move. And like, is it ruined for any of the players and their families tonight who are about to have like the night of their lives? Uh, like you think yeah, they don't kind of have an idea of what's really going on. Their agents are talking and they're not listening to Woj and Shams. Right. Just like betting is, I think I'll, I'm guessing I'm not even guessing. I think there's like a segment of the population that hates that sports betting is in every aspect of sports now publicly even though it was always a part of it before. Now it's a part of it where it's like on the screen next to the thing all the time. And I guess like if you're, you know, if you're somebody who doesn't like sports betting, thinks it's immoral, just has some kind of objection to it, whatever, then you're going to really not like that. And like, that's cool. There's room for compete. There's room for people to disagree about things like this. I just, uh, the idea that a sports book paying this insider salary makes the information questionable or like makes the motives questionable Although I see that that is possible, I, in this case, it's just like, I think the insider has too much at stake from a reputation standpoint yeah. and an accuracy standpoint to be like, well, he's just tweeting wrong stuff. Be like, well, then his credibility is about to get in the toilet. And then like, right. what is that? Then like, he wants that? Like, I just, I don't know. Right. I just, I don't, I guess I, I, maybe I'm having trouble connecting the dots and people can do a better job of it. It just doesn't seem, this is not an argument that holds water to me that like, I need to be really concerned about this or something that this is happening. Yeah, and it seems, it sounds like the tone of everything is like, shouldn't everybody be worried that this is happening? Be like, no, I'm not really worried that this is happening. I'm really not. Like, I'm actually not worried at all. Um, and I just, you know, try to follow the market, try to, try to make good decisions. Don't bet if you don't want to, by the way, which is always an option and always a pretty good one. Right. Right, right, yeah. You could put your money in your pocket and not do that. Yeah. Or go bet alternate strikeout lines tonight in a baseball game. Right. Which I'm sure Jake has <laughs> Or do that. Flip. Or do something right. really, really degenerate like that. Do I, whichever one you want. I don't care. Yeah. All right. We come back. Chris Paul, the Golden State. We dissect this. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> On the BetQL Network.